Hi, welcome to the This Mama Needs Grace podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Capel. This is a podcast about a lot of things. Motherhood, marriage, coffee, running, routines. But above all else, this is a podcast about love. It is about grace, and it ultimately is about Jesus. Join me here every week where I turn my neat, typed-up blog content into a raw and honest conversation with you, my friend. Happy Monday and welcome to episode number nine of the This Mama Needs Grace podcast. This past week has been a busy and full week filled with summer activities. I don't know what it was about this week, but I really felt the need to do lots of fun activities with Hudson all week. This made for a week with lots of fun memories, but it also left me feeling rather drained and uninspired. Writing requires the well to be full, and right now, if I'm honest, my well feels dry. Maybe it is the summer heat. Maybe it is those 20 mile runs we've been doing every Saturday. Maybe it is trying to keep up with an active one-year-old. Whatever it is, this was one of those weeks where the words were difficult and the ideas were few. Regardless, while this week's posts might not be my most inspiring pieces, I hope it can still be of some interest to you. This week, I have been in full-on summer mom mode. From attending a park play date to Gymboree to the library to the aquarium, most of my energy has been going towards creating fun summer memories for Hudson. And this type of week... Naturally, a lot of mom-related topic, mom-related topics came out in my writing. My first post of the week, I share five ideas of activities to do with a one-year-old during the summer. Most of these ideas are inexpensive and involve getting outside. For the second post, I give my 10 reasons why I've loved being part of my local mom's club. If you're unfamiliar, you should check out my blog for the link to learn more about this really cool international organization that is specifically geared towards building community for stay-at-home moms. Alright, enough rambling, let's get into it. Here are my posts for the week. Summer activities with a one-year-old. It is officially summer. Summer has a different meaning for everyone. For some of you, it might not feel that different because you still have to work. For the teachers, it is a glorious time off. But if you have little ones, it is an adjustment of figuring out a new routine. For stay-at-home moms, summers can become more work as you adjust to having your older kids at home more often. Regardless of your feelings towards summer, my hope is that wherever you find yourself, whether that be a house packed with little children, moving out your last child to college and about to be an empty nester, or hands full with a one-year-old who is in that awkward in-between phase of desired independence but still being wobbly and out of control, I hope you can enjoy it and soak in as much sunshine as possible. I can only write from where I am, and that currently is being at home with that wobbly and out-of-control one-year-old. I'm finding this phase to be a lot of fun as he is becoming a little person, but it also has been a challenge because he is still at a place where he is not quite that active toddler that can do more things on his own. He thinks he is, but he is not quite there. 
He is not yet walking, so wants to crawl when we are out, which often results in very dirty hands. I have been struggling with finding the right activities to occupy him with. When I searched for summer activities with the toddler, I found that a lot of the ideas seem to be a few months ahead of him. So, if you're with me and also find yourself in this awkward in-between phase of baby-toddler, I want to give you a list of five ideas of things to do this summer. Most of these things are not revolutionary, but hopefully I can give you some inspiration if you are feeling stuck. I am finding, especially as he is getting older, the best thing for both of us often involves getting out of the house. While especially as a new mom, getting out the door can be a real challenge. So, if you are in a place where getting out of the house a ton just doesn't feel possible, that is absolutely okay. Give yourself grace. Take baby steps. I just had a great conversation with another mom this past week about the pressure the sun brings. The weather doesn't always match our mood. For me, I am currently in the season where I'm welcoming the sun. I want to soak it all in. I want to be outside. But it is very likely that you are reading this and the sun coming out feels like more pressure to get out. Maybe for you, winters are easier because there are more excuses to stay inside. Wherever you are, I hope you can try one of these ideas. And if not, give yourself a lot of grace. There is a lot of fun to be had at home too. Five fun summer activities with a one-year-old. Number one, go to a baseball game. I get it. MLB games can be expensive, especially when your little one might not be the most focused on the game. But the nice thing about going with a little one is they won't mind if you don't get the best seats. It is more about the experience. They will love the people, the lights, the colors. I would also take advantage of going to the ballpark before they turn two so you don't need to buy them a ticket. We recently took Hudson to his first game at Yankee Stadium. He had a blast. A major tip if you choose to take young kids to a game is to check and see if they give out first game certificates. Someone informed us about this at the game. We went to the guest services office and within seconds, Hudson had a personalized certificate. This was an amazing souvenir that was totally free. I believe a lot of stadiums give out these certificates, so be sure to ask or research it for the specific stadium you will be attending. We are located in Los Angeles, so if you go to my blog, I have linked the Dodger Stadium's policy. Based on that website, it looks like you need to email a request for the certificate beforehand. Number two, picnic at the park. Take advantage of the nice weather and instead of the same old lunch routine with food flying from the high chair, take it out to a park. Some of you reading this may be thinking, I am so sick of the park and I get that feeling too. So maybe this summer you could try some new and exciting parks that you have not been to. You can make an outing and adventure out of it. Parks that have wildlife and ponds are always a plus because it adds an extra layer of interest. If you're local to the South Bay area, Wilderness Park in Rihanna Beach and Polywell Park in Manhattan Beach are two parks we recently went to. Both of these parks have a pond with turtles, ducks, and koi fish. Number three, visit a farmer's market. Here in Southern California, there are tons of farmer's markets. This is a great outing with a one-year-old. Hudson loves sampling the fruit with me. This can be a fun way to take you to get your kids excited about trying different kinds of foods they might not be used to. Take a look at the different markets in your area and try to find one that is especially kid-friendly. I love going to the farmer's market in Manhattan Beach because it is very much catered to little ones. There is a train ride that runs every week at the market. It is just $2 and it is a fun activity for Hudson. There is also a balloon man and a face painting station. 
Number four, beach pool splash pad. The beach with a newborn was not always the most enjoyable experience for me, but this summer the beach is much more relaxing and fun. Hudson is so happy when we are at the beach. Sand toys are already a big hit for him. He doesn't usually use them correctly, but he loves holding the shovel and different tools. The pool and splash pad are two other fun water activities. You can sign your toddler up for a swim lesson, or you can find a pool and just spend some time getting them used to the water. At this age, I'm not even sure if it is worth spending money on swim lessons. We have a pool, so I'm planning on spending some time with him in the pool, getting him to enjoy the water. We just went into the pool for the first time this summer, and we used the Swimways Baby Spring Float. It worked well, and he seemed to really enjoy it. Taking a visit to a splash pad is another fun way to get your little one enjoying water. For us, Hudson is still not walking, but the splash pad will be especially fun when he can walk on his own. Number five, try a local class with Kid Pass. When you get tired of the typical park days, it can be fun to give your toddler a new experience. I recently discovered Kid Pass, which is very similar to Class Pass, but geared specifically towards kids and families. You can do a free month trial and get five credits to use at the different classes and facilities they offer. I just tried it for the first time yesterday and it was awesome. We went to a Jamboree class and Hudson had the best time. Not to mention it was totally free. He got to interact with the babies his age and he got to release lots of energy. Not to mention it was fun for me and he was entirely entertained and happy for a full hour. Kid Pass is a great way to try classes out without a huge investment or risk. It is a great resource to get tangible ideas of things to do to get out of the house. And if that doesn't satisfy, here are a few other things we plan to do this summer. Visit Daddy at work, visit other family members we don't typically see as much, take a train ride to San Diego, Knott's Berry Farm, AAA has a discount rate and kids are free under three, visit the zoo, visit the aquarium, which we just did this past week, visit children's museum, make ice cream at home, take a nature hike, attend free summer concerts, and play dates with our mom's club. Check out my post from Saturday to read more or hear more about mom's club. Like I said, I know, nothing revolutionary, but if you're feeling overwhelmed with how to occupy a very active and energized one-year-old this summer, I hope this can give you a little inspiration. Also, remember, you are not a camp counselor. Don't feel crazy pressure to have every second of every day planned. Part of the fun of summer is freedom and rest. Make sure there is a lot of free and restful days. Happy summer. reasons I love mom's club. As I've already written a lot about, motherhood is hard work. It takes a village. You need a team, a community, a tribe behind you. In the first few months, I tried to prove I could do it all on my own. I tried to prove to God, myself, my husband, and those random strangers that I was super mom. Help? No, I got this on my own. Even that very first month after still recovering from a C-section, I wanted to show everyone that I was fine. 
It is funny looking back, but reading my journal from a year ago, some of the things I was doing in those first few weeks were silly. I lifted the car seat on my own, even though I could literally feel the strain on my new incision. I cleaned out the entire refrigerator, reorganized the pantry, and cleaned our kitchen counters way more thoroughly than I do now. I took Hudson out on way too many outings, all again in an attempt to prove, mostly to myself, that I was still living my normal life. I could do all the same things I used to. I kept telling myself I was trying to do it all on my own. I am not exactly sure why, but I very strongly felt this need to show everyone how capable I was. I think part of the reason was that I was staying at home. If I was leaving my job as a teacher to fully focus on being at home, well, then I better be the best mom I can possibly be. Those first couple of months, I drove myself and probably Lance insane. I isolated myself to the point of bawling on the bathroom floor. If you, ever read, if you have read a lot of my previous posts, this scene on the bathroom floor always seems to crop up in my writing. It was a literal low. It was July 29th. I was exhausted from a day of again trying to prove to the world that I had it all together. It was yet another night of failed breastfeeding, another night of pumping, and I was about to lose it. I was losing it. I am thankful for that bathroom floor because in my head that was the turning point. Things got better from that point. I had my moments of sulking on the floor, but then I got up and I began to let go of the things out of my control. I also found community through my local mom's club, and this helped me for the first time not feel fully alone. Those first couple months, I was constantly Googling, constantly on all these different mom and breastfeeding forums. In some sense, this was helpful, but there is nothing quite like an actual community of real moms that you can connect with. There are so many local moms groups and classes that you can join. While Moms Club is more geared towards stay-at-home moms, there are so many resources and groups for all types of moms. On my blog post, there is a resource for motherly of 10 amazing mom groups. I can only write what I know, and that is my own experience with Moms Club. And my experience has been so positive. Joining the club has been hands down one of the best things I did in Hudson's first year. It was a game changer. It allowed me to meet other moms that were so kind and non-judgmental. It allowed me to have activities that occupy my time during the day. It allowed Hudson the opportunity to interact with babies and older kids. It ultimately helped me get off that bathroom floor and feel so much less alone. So, if you also find yourself in a similar place I was in on July 29th, Find a group of people that can remind you that you are not alone and that you've got this. I feel thankful to have community within our church, but I am also thankful for the club for giving me a group of women that have also been in my same exact place of struggling with this new stay-at-home mom life. Since I love lists so much, here's a list of the 10 reasons I love my mom's club. Number one, there is always an event or activity to do. Every month, there's a calendar of events full of activities. There is basically an event every single day of the week. This has been so helpful to have set activities to go to for our daily outings. On days when I have no idea what to do, I look at the calendar and know that something fun is happening. In the early months, it was so helpful to have a reason to get out of the house. It made me feel less alone because I knew there would be other moms and kids there as well. 
By joining the club, I immediately had a calendar of things to do and amazing ladies and kids to do them with. Number two, I have met many friends. I was used to having my work friends that I could eat lunches with and chat with every day. It was a weird adjustment to lose that. The club gave me a group of friends that I now can also eat lunches with and chat with. These lunches just look a little different now. They often are picnic style in the park. I'm thankful that even though I'm staying at home, I can still have a community of work friends, aka mom friends. Number three, Hudson has met many friends as well. The club has also been a great way for Hudson to socialize and meet other babies around his age and also be around older kids. I can so clearly remember one playdate in particular where I was so touched by all the older kids being so kind to little four-month-old Hudson. We were at the park and they were all surrounding him and giving him such sweet attention. It was in this moment that I felt like we were exactly where we were supposed to be. I have loved seeing how all the older kids have become such great friends through Mom's Club. I can't wait for Hudson to make amazing friendships with all the other babies his age. Number four, it is a great value. This is a more trivial reason, but some of the different moms' groups and classes can be really expensive. Mom's Club costs just a yearly due of $30. The club offers a value so much greater than that. It has been such a valuable resource and community. Number five, it is local. I love how there are so many chapters available based on where you're living. It is really nice to be a part of a group of people that all live in the same zip code. It makes it super convenient to attend the different events because most of them are just 10 to 15 minutes away. It was our neighbor just a few houses down the street that originally told me about Mom's Club. I'm so thankful she did. It has been great to feel like I'm more a part of our local community through getting to better know our neighbors. Number six, it is diverse. One of my favorite parts of the Moms Club that I am a part of is how diverse the group is. I love that it feels very much like a melting pot. Diversity is very much encouraged and welcomed here. It is so great to have a group full of women of different colors, backgrounds, and perspectives. Number seven, it is more than just playdates. The club is much more than park playdates. I love that there are a variety of other things offered through the club. From monthly general meetings that usually involve a speaker or a topic to discuss, to parties and events specifically for the moms. There are moms nights out, holiday parties, and seasonal parties for the whole family. I love being part of something that encompasses so many elements. I love how it also helps me get out of the house just for myself to be with other moms and enjoy time together without kids. Number eight, it is structured. Along with missing my work lunches, it was the structure of the work week that I also really missed. I really appreciate how official and structured Moms Club is. There are the monthly general meetings, the weekly emails sent out with reminders of upcoming events, and there is a board made of a few members that lead and make sure the club is organized and runs smoothly. While I never was a part of the student body government in high school, I love how being part of the club feels like I am part of something that is governed and structured. The meetings are called to order. There is a president and treasury, there is an agenda and a budget, there is a newsletter, there is an installation dinner. For someone like me, bringing a little structure to the chaos of mom life is very much welcomed. Number nine. It is easy to get involved. As an extension to my previous point, the club is structured in such a way that makes it very easy to feel involved and part of the community. 
There's lots of room and flexibility to utilize your giftings to help support the club. You can be involved in the club in big ways like serving on the board or you can be involved by occasionally hosting a play date or event. There are also coordinating positions where you can be in charge of organizing a specific type of event each month. For example, hands-on playdates, mommy time, or baby playdates. Number 10, it celebrates motherhood. Probably one of my very favorite parts of the whole club. I love how I have found a group of ladies that all fully embrace and celebrate both the challenges and joys of motherhood. Becoming a mom has been the very best job in my life, and I feel so thankful for Moms Club for giving me a community that validates and celebrates our job as being mamas. From monthly events just for moms and the Mystery Mom Gift Exchange, I feel celebrated for everything I do as a mom and also celebrated for who I am when I don't have a baby on my hip. If you're reading this and thinking, I need this in my life, you can go to my blog and find a link to the Moms Club website that gives more information of how to find a club in your area. That is all for this week. I hope you enjoyed. Like I always say, if you enjoy these episodes, can you do me a huge favor and rate and review this podcast on iTunes? It would really mean a lot to me. I hope you all have a great 4th of July and I will see you back here next Monday.